and welcome back to the If It Fits podcast. I am one of your hosts, Michelle Jane. And I'm your other host, Jessica Payne. How are you, Michelle? Hi, Jessica. Hello. <laughs> okay. How's it going? Um, yeah, all good, thank you. Having a bit of a stressful day. I don't know why. I've been a little bit unproductive this morning. Usually I'm really productive, but I felt super tired and I've got so much to get done today and I haven't written it down yet, which is obviously something that I had always advised. So I haven't written down my schedule. So now it's in my head, overwhelming me. So once we get off the podcast, it's all going to be written down. I'm going to tick it all off and everything's going to be fine. (laughs) And apart from that, my back is still killing. But that's, you know, same old story now. That's boring. So how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I've been unwell this week. So I haven't actually trained since Tuesday. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, I've had like... Not a chest infection, but I've had a cold, but it's been in my chest. Like, my rule is to my clients, if it's in the chest, you should rest. So I've taken my own advice. Well, well um, done. Wednesday was a day off anyway. And then Wednesday, I started feeling well. Thursday, I actually got up to go to CrossFit. So I got up and I was like, there's no way that I could do the wad, the, the cardio, because yeah. my chest. And then last night, I thought, I'm not going to go tomorrow either. I'm just going to rest now till Monday. So this is why it was important to listen to your body. So I took my own advice for once. Oh, well done. Yeah, it's so frustrating when when you feel like you could actually train, but you know something like that is just going to be so harsh on your chest, isn't it? There's nothing worse. Whenever oh, I, I am. the workout and it was full of like the air bike, the rower, warbles. Oh, and I was just God. Like, I don't think my chest will take that. Yeah, I used to suffer with chest infections like every winter. I don't know if I'll get one this year, fingers crossed not. But um, God, they would last for like three, four months. And during that time, cardio, like I'd, I'd always get back into the weights pretty easily. But doing cardio would just be a nightmare. Like yeah, it would kill me within cool. five minutes. And like, it, you know, I'd rest for a good couple of weeks, but then it'd go on for like three months. <laughs> I'd be like, I can't, I can't have three months off the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I ended up going for um chest x-rays and all sorts in the end for that but nothing came of it so there we go so yeah I feel a little bit better today but yeah I needed the rest it was nice to rest but I've been making the most of my time I've actually been doing some mobility stuff which um I had off my physio so um I seen it a week ago and I actually started doing it yesterday <laughs> oh well done <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I haven't been yeah. very good at my stretching. I just, I haven't got the time at the moment. I did do a little bit of ball work the other day, rolling around on my living room floor, like digging the ball into my back. But I don't know, it's, it's deep inside and I can't find the spot where it really, really hurts. Yeah. Like it's so irritating. I feel like I want to cut my back open and like rip wherever it is out that's hurting it. Oh, bless you. I know, but there we go. It is what it is. I'm trying to get it fixed. But yeah. But anyway, today we are going to discuss how to manage the Christmas season. We've got December coming up. Well, in two days time, once you're listening to this podcast, it's going to be December, which I can't actually believe. I know, it's crazy. I know, the year has flown by, hasn't it? It goes so quick. So yeah, today we just wanted to talk about... um, how to manage because obviously we've got a lot of clients who want to continue progressing throughout the festive season we both want to continue progressing too but equally of course also want to have a good amount of balance and be able to enjoy social occasions obviously December is the month when we're going to have 
you know, a lot more opportunities to go out, um, meet up with friends, drinks out, meals out, meals in, all of that sort of good stuff. So we just thought we'd talk about how to balance it if you are still wanting to make progress and continue with your, you know, your good habits as much as possible. Yeah, and not even make progress. Like some people just want to, I got a lot of clients who want to maintain. Well, yeah. So if you can if you can go through December and maintain all the hard work that you've done throughout the year, that's a massive win. Um, so it's just advice really on how not to turn into a pig in blanket over Christmas. <laughs> well, yeah, basically, because what we don't want is for people to be so good all the way up to Christmas and then have a whole month of just going absolutely crazy, get to January and feel you know, not good about yourself, you've gained a load of weight, you're feeling unhappy and start in January from a bad place because all of us have done that in the past. That tends to be the normal sort of cycle of how things work. So yeah, as you said, Michelle, I think, well, I think 100% of my clients will be coming up to maintenance calories. We've got their plans all at slightly different times, staggered times, depending on, you know, where they are in their current phase. But everybody's agreed and happy to push on to till certain dates um and then we've agreed let's come up to maintenance and let's enjoy ourselves as well so yeah let's not head into January feeling really disgusting and feeling like we're starting from scratch feeling heavy lethargic and you know just bad about how you acted in December not how you acted just we all tend to go overboard. Like we've all literally done that so many times in the past. And if you can do it this one year, if you can maintain what you've achieved so far and get into January and still be in that position, then you know that you can do that every year. Everybody can do it. It's just with some, you know, some simple hints and tips that we're going to go through today, which will hopefully help you. Yeah. So what you don't want is be on the yearly hamster wheel. So basically spend three quarters of the year or most of the year in a fat loss phase, getting really good results and then undoing all that hard work in January, um, in December, and then start again every single January. So what you don't want is have the sod it attitude in the whole of December. Like I did that. I was trying to work out the year I did it. It was the year I started in Simply Gym, the year before. So I started in Simply Gym probably as a PT, more or less the biggest I've been since I lost my weight in 2006. So it would have been Christmas 2016. I got married as well. I had the, the sod attitude the whole of December and I gained a stone, a whole stone in December. So oh, I started oh. January, a stone heavier, and it took me, so when did I start in, yeah, I was still a little bit bigger when I started in March. It took me until about mid-March to lose that stone. So it took me less than four weeks to gain it and it took me about nine, ten weeks to lose it. So that's what we don't want you to do. Yes, of course, we want you to enjoy food. We want you to, you know, it's okay to eat a little bit more, but don't have the sod it attitude now in the beginning of December for the whole month because you will regret it. And you'll be going into New Year with none of your clothes fitting you and feeling really, really uncomfortable, which is what we don't want. So we're just going to give you some advice, some tips on how to not gain a stone in December. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Do you want to go first, Michelle? Yeah, so basically, um, just going to start at the top, exercising. So do not stop exercising. So you still want to keep some sort of structure. Like, of course, you're not going to be um, 
you may not want to exercise as much. So if you can get maybe two or three sessions in, you want to keep some kind of structure just to make you feel good about yourself. I mean, exercising is not just about losing body fat. No, it's for mental health. There's loads of different reasons. So you do need to keep some kind of structure. So I recommend keeping in your exercising, whether that's going to the gym or just doing a 20, 30 minute um, like hit session at home. Um, so yeah, exercising, I definitely recommend you keep your exercising in, keep some sort of structure, especially, you, you know, if you're going to be going out on the weekends, maybe do your exercising on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so you know you get it, got it done, and then you can enjoy, like, the weekends, don't have to worry about getting any exercising in when you're going to be out and, or hungover, um, so yeah, exercise, I definitely recommend you keep your exercising in, whether you cut your exercising down to two or three sessions, if you're doing four or five, um, just keep some kind of structure just to make you feel good about yourself. Yeah, totally agree with that. And same applies to steps as well. You know, if you're currently doing 8,000 steps a day, 10,000 steps a day, try and keep as close to that target as possible. Because again, that is going to be increasing your energy expenditure throughout the day. So even if you are having a few days where you're going to be overindulging on calories and going over, you know, what your calorie target would be, then you're still sort of keeping that certain level of activity up, which is going to help you keep um, help keep you feeling fresh, feeling active, feeling good throughout the festive season as well. Um, again, good for mental well-being just as much as our physical health and body composition and all of that. So definitely keep active with your steps as well as your exercising. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that I did last year. Usually I go into December, I might train once a week, I might not. But last year I wrote myself a plan and I did exercise. It did go down a little bit, it was two or three times um, a week, but I felt so much better for doing it. And because of lockdown, I got in the habit of going for a walk. So I already had that habit implemented and I still kept that up every single morning, regardless of, we even done it on Christmas morning. So we got up Christmas morning, um, did we open our presents first? I don't think we opened our presents first. We just got up and went for a walk. It was just part of our routine, so we kept it in. So whatever routine you got, I would try and keep that in. and Definitely go for a walk. It'll just make you feel good. Even on Christmas Day, go for a little Christmas walk. <laughs> yeah, Christmas walks are awesome. Um, I was going to say some of my clients, so obviously, inevitably, you're going to have more social occasions coming up now throughout the whole month than you probably have well if you like me for the rest of the year yeah, <laughs> I don't do very much <laughs> so with with some of my clients like they've expressed a bit of like one of them for example she's going on holiday uh, just before Christmas so she doesn't actually want to be going up to maintenance yet she wants to be maintaining her deficit for as long as possible then she's going to implement her diet break and maintenance calories from that point so that's fine so she said but I am quite anxious I've got quite a lot of social events coming up now sometimes twice a week so I had her send me a list of all of the events that she's got coming up like what types of things they are and together we've made a plan now of how she can go about them so if there was one a week, for example, she'd said, you know, this is just a meal with a couple of family friends, nothing major. So I was like, right, OK, we can treat that as a normal high calorie day, just bank calories through the week and use that as your high calorie day, like as normal. You can keep that fairly controlled. Then there's an event um, which might be going out to watch the rugby, lots of drinks out in the evening. Again, uh, and that one not necessarily going to be as controlled. She's not going to be on my fitness pal tracking 
that entire day. So we've said, right, okay, so we know that that's a day that is going to be a little bit more wild. So we'll accept that. We'll still bank calories through the week, but on the day, don't bother tracking, just go and enjoy yourself, go out for a meal, have a couple of drinks with your friends, whatever it might be the next day, get back on it. And we've sort of planned all of the events out for December. So we know which one she's going to be able to stick within calories, which one she's not going to track at all. And she's just going to enjoy them because of whatever type of event it might be. And we've come up with a plan that she's really happy with. So if you're in a similar position to that, whether you're sticking to deficit calories or just trying to maintain, um, I think it's a good idea to have a plan in advance, look at the calendar, see what you've got coming up over the next few weeks, and then you can make. And that way you're maintaining a level of control. Yes, there's, of course, going to be days when you're going over calories, you might not be tracking them, you're just out enjoying yourself. But then you're also having a level of control for, you know, the times that you're not out on those events as well. So you've got a nice bit of balance there. And you like for her, she won't feel like she's not going completely out of control before a holiday and before we actually bring her calories up. So definitely look at your calendar, see what you've got coming up, plot it all down and figure out what approach you're going to take. If you want to, you know, if you do want to be that controlled over it, you might not want to, but if you do and you're nervous about, oh, you still want to make progress, then that's something that I definitely recommend. Yeah, fab. So what you don't want to do, so say for instance, you've got something on every weekend, like I have now, I've got something on every single Saturday leading up to Christmas. So what you don't want is think, sod it, I've got something on every weekend, I might as well write off December. It's a bit like having a flat tyre and slashing all of your four tyres because you've got one flat tyre. So what you want to do is just, okay, you're going to have, um, say for instance, you've got Saturday and Sunday, you've got something on. You've still got five days of the week where you can um, eat well, eat protein, eat lots of fruit and veg, get your walks in, get your training in. You don't have to write off the whole week just because you've got something on every weekend. It is like slashing all tires because you've got one flat tire. So if you think of it like that, like, okay, if you're going to be going over on the weekend and on the weekend, you might end up with maintenance. But just imagine that every single weekend, leading up to Christmas, you've got something big on every Saturday, but you end up maintaining by the time you got to Christmas. That is a massive win. So don't look at every weekend as a, oh, I got something on every weekend. I might as well just write off the whole week. So I've got like a client like Jessica, she literally got something on every weekend. So we, we jumped on a call and the week, some weekend she's away for the whole weekend. So she's having like an early Christmas with her dad because she's not going to see her dad at Christmas. So we brought... I think there's two weeks out of the four we brought calories up to maintenance because she's um she's going to be saving calories we're at maintenance she's going to be saving calories Monday to Thursday then going quite a bit over on the weekend but she should be round about the maintenance overall um and she's absolutely fine we're not losing weight it goes fat loss she's absolutely fine not losing fat for a couple of weeks knowing that she's not going to gain any either or not gain a lot so it depends you know you need to have a little look at what your um goal is so if your goal is um fat loss for example um and you've got lows on the weekend then maybe just put your fat loss on the back burner for a week and bring your calories up to allow you to enjoy it. Like Jessica said, have something to eat that you want to actually eat, not just the chicken salad because it's low in calories. Um, 
and then you can probably maintain for a week or two and then another two weeks of December where you maybe haven't got anything on then you can maybe stay in your in your calorie deficit so just have a little look like Jess said have a look at your month see what you've got on and maybe just reevaluate your your goals your fat loss goals um and just realize that you might not lose fat one week but if you can maintain I just see that as a massive win 100% I think that should be for most people that will be the goal for December won't it Mm. like just to maintain what you've achieved so far we know that it's a stressful month in terms of going out and having so many events it's really hard to keep in a deficit absolutely not necessary to stay in a deficit at all I won't be in a deficit for December and I blinking weight (laughs) I'll be in uh, maintenance calories for the whole of December so um you know I won't be doing that either I won't be expecting to progress with my fat loss Mm. but but I'll be in control of you know the weight that I gain in December which hopefully will be nothing or you know keeping it to an absolute minimum so when it comes to January I'm not undoing all of the three months I've just spent (laughs) uh losing what I have lost so far so you know I'm not where I want to be yet but that's fine for a month I'm going to enjoy um time with family friends having a little bit more flexibility going out for meals but also just trying to to keep control of what I'm doing to you know a certain extent as well just to minimize that and I think that's just so important because we've had such a crap two years with lockdowns and all of that and it's so important that we do allow ourselves the time to go out and enjoy it so if we can have a balance of maintaining what you've done for the rest of the year but also enjoying yourself. I think that is just a win-win situation, isn't it? Can't go wrong yeah. with that. Awesome. So another one. So on the days where you are eating out, if you're eating out in the evening, to make sure that you're not saving all your calories, so you're starving yourself all day to have that meal because you're going to end up overeating on that one meal and just have bad digestion. The next day you're going to feel shit. So I'd recommend you, if you're having an evening meal, still eat breakfast and lunch, maybe have a lighter breakfast, maybe like carb free, just to save your carbs for later. Maybe have like yogurt and some fruit or an egg white omelette. And then lunch, maybe just have like a chicken salad, Um, fill yourself up on lots of fruit and veg and protein, um, just to maybe control what you're eating in the evening. Obviously still order what you want, but then you won't be tempted by the, triple burger you just have the normal size burger or the big platter of starter you just have like a normal little starter um so i recommend you still keep some kind of structure during the day maybe just change your meals slightly i personally when i eat out in the evening i do have a lighter breakfast like yogurt and fruits as well I said that's basically what I do and then lunch i'll have like a chicken salad in the evening i can have burger chips and then the dessert and knowing that i haven't gone too far over um and I picked something that I've enjoyed and um yeah that's it so basically I would say just try and keep some structure during the day don't starve yourself all day for this one meal because you will end up overeating and probably going over calories yeah 100% agree with that because so many people starve themselves all day and then they just get to the restaurant and just want everything in sight it's like going shopping when you're super hungry isn't it and then you buy like the whole supermarket and yeah stuff that you don't really want or need <laughs> um you have to eat throughout the day and what I say is for example one of the um one of my clients has got a three course meal this weekend she's going out I think it's a wedding party 
so she's got a set menu so she was like how am I gonna track that and keep track of the cat of the menu and I was like well firstly you're not (laughs) I'm not expecting you to do that because Mm -hmm. you're at a wedding you don't want your memories as being a wedding guest to include you sitting on my fitness pal for half an hour at the table (laughs) trying to figure out how many calories are in your lunch so exactly the same suggestion what I said to her was you know have a light breakfast in the morning uh maybe just factor in and there's somebody else that's got like an evening do. I've got a couple of, you know, we've got Christmas parties starting, haven't we? Similar scenario, yeah. reset things. So again, lunch and like breakfast, or even sometimes what I do is I push breakfast back, but I eat breakfast quite late anyway. So I'm used to doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, I would not have breakfast, for example, and just have like lunch and then a snack in the afternoon, but whatever works for you, you know, we know what we're trying to say. But um, what I said to them was just try and... I said, if you're going out for a three course meal, starter, main, dessert and a load of drinks, and then there's going to be snacks and stuff later, you could potentially say, right, I'm going to allow 1500 calories for that whole evening, you know, three course meal plus drinks all evening and little snacks and stuff. I think that would be okay. Um, Obviously, this would depend on what you were doing. And then have the rest of your calories for the rest of the day. So you can like you can track the foods that you eat for breakfast and lunch on that day. Say, for example, it was your high day calories and you had a 2,500 allowance on that day. You'd save 1,500. So you'd have 1,000 calories. So I would just track 1,000 calories in the daytime and then don't even bother trying to track the rest. You know that you've saved a good chunk of them and then just move on and crack on as normal the next day. You know, you don't have to try and track absolutely everything if you can, you know, if that's difficult, because not every restaurant is going to have their nutritional guidance online either until April next year, yes, <laughs> when, it'll, when it'll be easier. <laughs> so, um, yeah, in, you know, it is difficult sometimes to have to try and estimate depending on what you're ordering. So just set aside like a chunk of calories like that, you know, make a quite a realistic choice. And then go about the rest of your day as normal. Enjoy that meal. Even if it's wrong, you could be a few hundred calories out. Either way, don't worry about it. Just carry on as normal the next day and and enjoy life again. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Fab. So another one I would suggest is um, obviously Christmas food, Christmas snacks, like mince pies and the celebrations. I would factor them in as your snacks, as part of your snacks. So um, on the days that you are going to be tracking and you haven't got much on and you may be meeting your friend for a Costa coffee and you want a mince pie, um, absolutely include them, like try and track them if you can. Maybe swap your normal snacks for like a mince pie or your normal chocolate bar or dark chocolate, whatever you have, for a couple of celebrations. Like factor a little bit in. So what you don't want to do is avoid it all. And then you see a box of celebrations and you just go head first into the celebrations. And before you know it, you've eaten half a box. So I would personally maybe track a few in every now and then so that you don't feel you're missing out. And at least then you can kind of manage how much you're eating. Yeah, definitely agree with that because otherwise they'll end up going on top as normal. You know, I used to do that in work all the time. I'd be like, right, I've tracked my calories, got my calories for the day, got all my food prepped. But then I would like 
have the cake that came around and have the celebration. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I've tracked my calories though, just not these ones. They're on top. <laughs> Christmas food though, so it doesn't count. They don't count. <laughs> they definitely did count, I can assure you. I always <laughs> found out at the end of December that they definitely counted. <laughs> so yeah, completely agree with that. Um, another one is when you're on a night out, you're going to be drinking alcohol and everything, for example. What you can do, don't forget, alcohol has quite a lot of calories as well. So, yeah, depending on what you're drinking anyway. So plan in advance. If you are going out for, you know, just a nice quiet meal with friends and you are, you know, for a fact, you're going to be planning on having a couple of glasses of wine or gin, whatever it might be with your meal. Try and try and account for that within the calories that you're saving for that night as well. Not just the food. Don't forget about the alcohol, because I think a lot of people can completely underestimate how many calories are going to be in the the drinks that they're consuming. Some of my clients have had a couple of events recently and they've tracked um, and put the calories in. And I think there was like 1500 calories worth of lager, then some other little bits. Um, it was a big day, big rugby day out. So it didn't matter. Like we knew it was happening, but it was just, it was a matter of just seeing it as well. Cause I think when you it, do that, mm-hmm. yeah, you realize, and there was nothing wrong with it. We'd planned for it. We knew that day was coming, said, just go and enjoy it, but tracked anyway. Um, and it's just really fascinating to see that. So just be mindful of the choices you're making then as well. So rather than opting for, you know, vodka and coke have a vodka and diet coke opt for you know diet mixers low calorie mixers and spirits because they're going to be much lower in calories than the big sugary cocktails your beers your lagers so looking at things like gin and slimline tonic jack daniels i think is quite low vodka is low but picking those and also picking a mixer that's low in calories and sugar so you can still enjoy the evening but you know saving so many calories yeah awesome so when we come on to calories what you can do so if you know you've got loads on like with me I've got so much on like I don't mind in December if I gain a pound or two because I know it'll take me like a week or two just to lose it again so I'm okay with gaining a little bit so if you know you've got loads on and you do want to eat a little bit more and you are okay with gaining a pound or two then what you can do is bring your calories up to a small surplus um and then you can control your weight gain so that's personally what I I do so last year I gained a pound over Christmas I brought my calories up a little bit and it took it was gone within the week so the first week of January I lost it again so if you know you got loads on and you do like you want to eat a bit more you're okay with gaining a pound or two you can still keep control over that so what you could do is what I've done with one client recently is brought her calories up to a 10% um, increase. So basically a 10% surplus because um, she got loads on and she's okay with gaining a pound or two. So you can absolutely control your weight gain. So you just don't want to like stop tracking, stop everything for the whole of December. So if you're okay, you know, speak to your coach or work out yourself on the calorie calculator and put yourself into a small surplus to give yourself some more flexibility to enjoy, you know, enjoy Christmas. And then you can control your weight gain. It's not going to take you then till March to lose it. It'll take you the first couple of weeks of January to lose it. But you would have had um, a great December without 
having gained so much weight that it's taking you so long and you feel so uncomfortable. So if you're okay with gaining a pound or two, like some of my clients are, so we put what we've done with some of my clients is we're going a bit harder now, running up to Christmas. So we've got that leeway to gain a couple. So I would put your calories up to maintenance ideally but if you're okay with gaining put them up into a small surplus then you can control your weight gain yeah agree and that's exactly what we're doing with my clients as well like like I said earlier we've got our targets set out and I might have been like right let's have two weeks where we push hard now which is Mm -hmm. exactly what I'm doing as well I've been pushing hard for these past two weeks um as you know by the way, going off topic ever so slightly, when I said last week that my rest day calories had come down by so much, I can't remember what I said, like three or 400, I was yeah. wrong. I'd, I'd missed a bit of food off. I was wrong. Thank God. <laughs> it had come <laughs> It had come down, but not to that extent. I was like, hang on, did I put the mints in there and those calories? <laughs> and I didn't. So I'd, I'd miscalculated just a slightly off topic. I was this. thinking that's a massive drop. For well, that's what I was thinking. And when I said it, I thought that can't be right. And I doubted myself all day. And it turns out I was being an idiot. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't think I could have coped with them being any lower. <laughs> Um, okay, so I, you briefly mentioned this one earlier, Michelle, but when you are shopping for your Christmas, you know, your Christmas food shop, mm. I'd say plan it, plan it out properly, buy the things that you like and will enjoy eating, but don't go overboard, don't go and stockpile the whole of the supermarket just for the sake of it, you know, I get carried away doing stuff like that too like especially in lockdown I would like bought the entire supermarket and I was like we don't eat any of this stuff but I mean we did in the end because I bought it but don't stockpile and have then that huge amount of whatever it is chocolate food crisps peanuts all of that stuff hanging around the house for weeks and weeks and weeks you know if they're lasting into January it's just going to be really hard to retain temptation resist temptation and keep portion control you want to be planning out in advance so I'd say like carry on with your weekly shop get a little bit extra to have the treats around the house I'll be having some dry roasted peanuts and things because they're my favorite and obviously pistachios are mine I only eat pistachios I do like them for years actually I love pistachios dry roasted peanuts so oh and cashew nuts I'm gonna have have you tried the dry roasted peanut butter Dried roasted peanut butter, no. Oh, no I they only do it in Holland and Barrett. Is there Meridian? Oh, Meridian. Yeah, I use yeah, Meridian. Meridian. It's that brand, but it's dried roasted peanut butter. Oh, they only no, do it in I Holland and Barrett. I haven't. I'll have to give it a go. I'm on cashew butter at the moment because I'm obsessed with that. Um, that's Meridian as well, actually. But yeah, just basically write out a shopping list. Buy things that you know you and the rest of your family are going to eat, but don't go over board and when it's going to be a waste of money because guaranteed at the end of December it gets to January you'll be throwing things out because you'll be like I don't want to look at this anymore it's, I'm trying to be on track now so just buy what you need and maintain a bit of control don't stockpile things over Christmas yeah we did that last year like over Christmas we usually do a Christmas shop so last year we decided um not to go crazy so I always buy Cadbury's biscuits a box of Cadbury's biscuits well Phil works the way Monday to Friday so those Cadbury's biscuits are in the cupboard staring at me and the one the one year it wasn't last year it was the year before basically Phil come home and he was like oh can I have a Cadbury's biscuit my tea and I was like 
I've eaten them all. I ate the whole box within two days. <laughs> and they were two trays. And he was like, oh, I'll, I'll have the other tray. I was like, I've had both trays. <laughs> I literally ate, ate the whole box. So I said to him last year, I was like, we're not buying them. We're not buying them this year. It's usually me that eats them all anyway. So yeah, um, just recognise where you overeat over Christmas. So like I always overeat with a Cadbury's biscuit and celebration. So last year I said to him like, we are not buying them. My mum buys them. Your mum buys them. So when we go visiting, I can just have one or two when they make me a cup of tea. And then that's that's enough for me. Whereas if they're in the house, I will eat the whole box just from boredom, just because they're there. So just recognise where you overeat and then maybe either don't buy it um, or don't buy it, but then go visiting and then eat this instead. At least then you can control how much you eat. That's literally what I do throughout the whole of Christmas. We have Christmas dinner out, like usually at my mother's or whatever. Um, and then I'll bring home like leftover turkey. So we've got that for yeah. sandwich stuff the next day. That's like I don't do. I don't buy like hardly any of my own stuff. We have the own, our own little treats, but the rest of my food shop is just normal. I just do my normal food shop and I might buy like, you know, a gammon or something to to cook that and a couple of little bits of extras, but I eat the same through Christmas apart from boxing day and christmas day really apart and then yeah. you know all the nice chocolatey snacks that i want so that's not the same but in terms of the meals and things that i'm eating i, I eat the same I, I never get bored of my stuff as you know yeah. <laughs> what i would say touching on what you just said is try and eat proper meals as well especially that yeah. week in between christmas and new year it's so easy just to keep snacking thing is with these snacks they're not going to fill you up and they're going to be high in calories so try and have breakfast or brunch um try and have like lunch try and have set meals all right these set meals might be like the gammon leftover turkey and chips but at least then you're not going to just wake up and eat chocolate it's not going to fill you up then you're going to have some mince pies not going to fill you up and you can easily continue to eat all these snacks that add up so I would recommend try and keep some structure between Christmas and New Year. Even if it's just lunch and dinner and you have a lie-in and you miss breakfast, try and eat, try and have some sort of structure and eat proper meals rather than just all these snacks because they can easily add up. Oh, yeah, they do. And I used to be like that person who would just snack, not really have proper meals, but it just made me feel really gross. Like I, I don't like doing that. So I, in the recent years, I have started just, having like normal structured meals it might be a different meal to what I normally eat like I said just now I'll have like gammon with potatoes and salad and some picky bits and dips and stuff like some hummus and things like I usually buy at Christmas when I don't normally but yeah but yeah it's still like a structured meal that I can just sit and enjoy because the time I remember the year when I was eating um Toblerone for breakfast like every day I'd have like <laughs> one mass I, I always got giant Toblerone I just love it so I'd have like a giant triangle as soon as I got out of bed <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, I could eat another one of them now. So I'd have another one and then I might move on to a third as well. And I think it was that year when I looked at the calories and I was like, oh, my God, I think it's like 170 calories, something like that for one of the triangles on yeah, the big own. And I'd just eaten like three for breakfast before even eating anything else. <laughs> Before you even have breakfast. And then, you know, I I couldn't, I can't resist, like, I can now, but, I mean, I find it hard to resist Toblerone. I absolutely love it. But it's got to be the big chunky one. It's, like, so much better. Yeah. But, even yeah. things like, like, 
I love a mince pie. So last year I said to Phil, like, we're not buying a box of mince pies because we'll end up eating three each. So what we did instead is went to Greg's and just bought a single mince pie. So um, I would do things like that, like recognise where you overeat. And if you're going to have boxes and stuff in the house, then you're probably just going to eat them because they're there, because you bought them. Try and buy like single stuff or don't go for the um, buy one, get one free or two for something price when you don't need them. When you enter the supermarket to buy one, don't get sucked into the, the offers and buy extra when you don't need it. Like I used to, when I lived at home with my mum, I used to give her £100 extra for, for the food shop at Christmas. And I used to have to go shopping with my mum because she would just buy like loads of shit. We never used to really eat crisps, but she would buy at Christmas the big box of 24 Walker's crisps full of like prawn cocktail and flavors that none of us liked she would buy big bags of oranges no one in the house really ate oranges she would buy a big thing of every single nut that we still be eating in july so i used to have to i was like it was like roles reverse when we, when we go shopping at christmas like i was the adult my mum was the child <laughs> in, the, in the trolley but she'd get home and i'd be like oh what's for dinner and she'd be like i don't know because there was so much shit she used to buy and spending like all the money i give her it was like nothing to eat yeah you like, couldn't actually proper, put it together into a like meal. proper meals yeah you yeah. could put it into a meal so yeah just go with the list make sure you have food that got proper meals in it and um don't get sucked in with the the big two for one and the offers like my mum used to that you wouldn't eat or you eat because you bought it so um yeah just be just be mindful when you go shopping yeah 100 percent. because i think that's something that everybody does but just remember that the shops are open all Christmas it's only like Christmas day and boxing day they're not going to be open so if you find you haven't got enough or you need some other stuff you can go back and and top up I'd rather do that than just go completely overboard with all of the rubbish stuff like you said not have anything for meals and still have to go back anyway to buy actual proper food for meals yeah Another thing we miss is keep drinking your water because obviously oh, you're yes. going to be eating extra food, extra salt, extra food volume. You're going to be drinking alcohol, so you're going to be dehydrated. So try and keep your water in. I always say to my clients, like buy a two litre bottle of water um, and always have it with you just so you know that winter's gone in the in by the end of the day that you've drunk two litres. So absolutely keep, make sure you keep your water in every single day because, yeah, you, you're going to be dehydrated from like the alcohol and you know, the, the salty nuts and stuff like that. So keep your water in. Yeah, definitely. That's important all through the year, not just water is for life, not just for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's everything I had to say that I can think of now off the top of my head. Have we got anything yeah, else? Yeah, yeah, covers everything. Just yeah. going through my list. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, hopefully some of that, will be really useful to you I think the main take-home message that we want you to get from that is it's okay to not be progressing with fat loss during the month of Christmas it's more difficult to do that if um, you do still want to maintain what you've achieved so far which most of you will do I'm sure try and eat at maintenance calories if you're willing or happy to gain a pound or two but do it in a controlled manner so you're not gaining a stone in a month like Michelle did then <laughs> <laughs> then bring your calories up to surplus level just so you've still got that element of control be mindful enjoy yourself have a good bit of balance the days when you're not out 
um, partying and all of that, still maintain control and normal routine. The days you are out, enjoy them, get back to it the next day and you'll have a really successful month. Yeah, awesome. Another thing I point on, this is not just for our clients. We got listeners, there's got other coaches. Like, don't leave your coach in December just because you've got loads on. This is when you need your coach the most to help you navigate around these social occasions and to help keep you accountable. This is something that I did last year. I stayed with a coach last year. Um, I had a chat with her, you know, we put myself in like a small surplus. But if I didn't have that accountability to check in, I think I would have bought the Cadbury's biscuits and the celebrations and, and the box of mince pies. Um, I would definitely stay with your coach. So this is when you need your coach the most to help keep you accountable and help help you come up with a plan as well. It's super important, like coaches of a Christmas as well. They're not just for... Um, like other times of the year so I would try and stay with your, your coach and just to help you keep accountable because you don't want to leave your coach now and then come January and all the hard work and then have to start again and it's going to take you till March April to get back where you were whereas if you stayed with your coach and maybe kept accountable even if you were in a surplus at least then you can control your weight gain. So try and stay with your coach. This is not just me and Jessica saying, you know, please stay with us in December. We've got people who, list, who, who are listening have got other coaches. Like, stay with your coach. Like, you need them now to help you navigate around Christmas. Um, and, yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy Christmas. Enjoy the extra food and the social occasions. And, and don't feel bad or guilty for it. You know, we like Jess said, we've had a shit two years. Um, definitely make the most of, you know, Christmas was... December was shut down last year, wasn't it? We couldn't really go anywhere. Yeah. It closed. Like, couldn't do anything. Uh, so, so make the most of it, you know, make the most of the social occasions and don't feel guilty for it and enjoy it. That's what, that's what Christmas is all about. Yeah, 100%. And I'm still with my coaches for December. God, I'm going to need it because I've just been doing 13 weeks in quite a strong deficit and already now I know that I've got literally less than a week left until I move up to maintenance I can feel myself starting to become food focused you know I've been in my deficit for a long time I'm starting to think about oh I can't wait to eat this in December and go out for this so I even myself will 100% need that accountability and support to get me through because I could quite easily just be like right Next Wednesday, check-in day is done. Let's go. Let's get all the food in me. And I'll instantly regret it if I do that. I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm going to go out. I've, I'm going to go out with my um, family meal. I've got my Christmas party with clients next week as well. I've got friends that I want to go out for meals with. It's mine and Ron's anniversary. So I'll have loads of stuff that I'll be doing in December. But I will be implementing all of the things that we've Um, talked about today and obviously continuing my check-ins with my coach on a weekly basis because it's going to be super super important like doing that through the difficult times is more important than doing it when it's easy and when you've got nothing on like this is the time when a coach is yeah it's the difficult times is when you need your coach the most so just yeah just remember that and enjoy it so that's it so thanks for listening um obviously this isn't the last podcast before christmas but we wanted to get this out before december to help you plan for december so obviously have a great time in december and thanks for listening yeah thank you all if you could give us a like on spotify or follow us on spotify and vote for us vote for us 
<laughs> please vote for us <laughs> vote for us in the non-existent competition <laughs> well I went weird at the end of last week's podcast I think it's because I'm really hungry like I'm dying for my food so uh what's it called leave us a review please review, on yeah. apple podcast that's the one not vote but anyway have an awesome week we are heading into December let's have an amazing month and a good time and we'll be back next week so see you then okay See you soon. Bye. Bye.